intro song. Every I don't know. That's up to you, man. Every time I hear this song, so this is a this is a this is royalty free music, meaning we can use this song in all of our videos, but other people have access to it as well. So anytime I hear this song on somebody else's stuff. So there are some other podcasts that use it? Not podcasts per se, but some YouTubers are, like have a random song in the background. Okay. And this will be the song playing. And when I hear it, I'm like, it triggers I Got Sense podcast. Oh, All I hear they, is I Got Sense podcast. You think they, they infringing on our copyright? <laughs> right. <laughs> they done took our shit. Precisely. <laughs> Yeah, this this is cool mellow Precisely. music for an old fat dude like me, man. <laughs> I'm cool with it. All right, if you cool with it, I'm cool with it. What we need to do is get uh and Paul making them dollars. Yeah, to go ahead and release that to us. You got the that right there. Yeah, that that and Paul right there, baby. That's from back in the day in our earlier uh, episodes of the podcast. We used to rock that and Paul. That was back when DJ Dividends was giving out stock advice. Man, DJ Dividends still is giving out stock he advice. He sure is. He just doing it on a different platform. Yeah, you got to go find your boy. We on the Patreon. Well, folks, thank you for tuning in today. Man, I was about ready to hit the Dougie right there or something. Oh, I, I hear you over there on the wheels of steels. <laughs> I was ready to hit the Dougie, maybe do the Cat Daddy. All right, keep playing. We're going we gonna, we gonna to bring back the live TikTok video. Uh, oh, man. Maybe I should do a uh, TikTok doing the Dougie or something, huh? You do that and make sure I'm present to record okay, it. Okay, you gonna re- you want to be there to see it? I got you on that one. I might have to be there to help you, too, you know. Uh, that's a bit of a low dance. You gotta, you gotta bend them knees. I know you're, uh, man. All them years of football and stuff. I can go down to LA Live. Maybe go down to SoFi Stadium. <laughs> That's as far so, south you could go. Well, no, SoFi is where the Rams play. Or I could be in LA Live where Staples Center is. Oh on yeah, a, yeah. On a busy night and hit the Dougie. I'm quite sure I get at least 10, 15 people to join in with me. And we got to get you in your one of your t-shirts. Yeah, and one we of the t-shirts, it. and I might as well go ahead and throw on Billy the Kid, too. Should we do that when we hit a certain number of Patreon? Hey, I can do it. If we hit a certain number of Patreons, I'd do damn near anything. I should. I, we should add that as one of the goals. Okay, well, you put it on now. <clears throat> we get a... Hmm. Ten yeah. Patreons? Nah, that's no, too No, that ain't enough. We need a hundred, A hundred or a thousand? No, no, we can do it at a hundred, and 100. then at a thousand... We can go down on the strip in Vegas. Oh, and do it again. Yeah, we can do it again. So you'll hit the Dougie at a hundred at a hundred in yeah. LA Live. At a yeah. thousand, we'll go down to Vegas and you'll do it on the strip. Well, at a thousand, yeah, at a thousand, I can go down to Vegas and do it on the strip. And at five thousand, we can go back to the same spot on Venice Beach and do the Cat Daddy. Okay, where they we could basically remake the music video. We can redo yeah. the we can redo the video. <laughs> And Chris Brown, if you finish with that uh, allegation against you, you can Uh-oh. come on down. <laughs> he can come on down and be featured and in the join. video too. Yeah. And then at what ten thousand? At ten thousand. Mm-hmm. Well, shit, at ten thousand subscriptions on uh Patreon. Patreon. But shit, I run through the mall naked. <laughs> <laughs> what about that? What about that? <laughs> Y'all heard it here first, folks. Well, as we're on this topic of the Patreon account, I know we've been dancing and tiptoeing and, you know, Mm -hmm. some things came out a little earlier than they probably should have. But we have been working on on some things for you guys. And that thing we've been working on is more exclusive content that we will be providing and sharing on our Patreon account. So next week. Be on the lookout because by the time we have another episode, the Patreon account will be live and operable. It's going to be some good stuff over there. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Stock let's, tips, advisement, how to's. Let's, let's, let's talk exactly what they can expect with this. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So with the Patreon account, you'll have. You know, I don't have nothing in front of me, so I got to follow your lead. I don't oh, yeah, know. I got you. I got you. Okay. You know, I got you right here. We're going to put it up on the monitor. I got you. Okay. <laughs> so the Patreon account will basically include three different tiers. The first tier for $5 a month, you can receive access to all exclusive content from 
Cheyenne Simmons himself. Now, these are things such as Monday morning jump off, yes, which is sir. basically where he highlights expectations of what to expect in the financial world that week. Mm-hmm. Hot investment tips. Yes, sir. Y'all remember in the beginning of the podcast where Cheyenne would give out tips and little nuggets on what specific stocks he's investing in and what you should have on your radar? Mm-hmm. Well, my brother decided he's going to go ahead and do that in this manner, but he's going to take it a little step further and give you a little more in-depth analysis on this here Patreon account when it comes yeah, to that. Yeah, and I'm doing it on Patreon only because I surrendered my investment advisement license. Mm-hmm. And so because I'm not licensed now, I don't use social media platforms to give out investment advisement anymore because that's a violation of SEC rules. Right. But if right. you subscribe and come into the Patreon world, hey, that's not the public. This is a new journey for my brother. <laughs> yes, so sir. go on ahead and join him. Go on ahead and join him on this new journey. Get y'all mm-hmm. exclusive content. In addition to those of you who follow him on TikTok, I know you get to see his videos. Uh, a snippet of those videos were like a day in a life. Of Shine. Yes. So there'll be some exclusive day in the life videos there um, pertaining to everyday family life and a few of his business ventures. So you yes. get some some behind the scenes of that. And me traveling all over the place because yeah. I'm in multiple cities year round. I travel uh, 70 to 80 percent of the time mm-hmm. uh, all the way from the West Coast to the East Coast, down south, up north. The only place I really don't go on a regular basis up in the uh Southwest area. I don't go up to the Seattle area no more. What about the Midwest? The Midwest, Chicago, baby, oh, okay, baby, okay. baby, baby, baby. Oh yeah, <laughs> man. I'm, I'm always in Chicago. Uh, now I don't be all uh, in the city, city like yeah, that. Yeah. I be in downtown, and I mostly be up in uh Schaumburg and the Arlington Heights area. That's anything outside of Chicago. I don't know nothing. Okay, well, that's kind of like thirty <laughs> miles north. Unless you're talking about St. Louis, where the lunatics was from. Well, I, my boy, uh, I got one of my partners out in uh, St. Louis, okay. but. Uh, I really and and my girl Karen. Remember Karen sent me the I got sense uh uh t shirt. Yes, I do. And on yes, the I back do. Shout of, out to Karen. Know, yeah. So she's out in St. Louis and uh Sheen and I might go out that way maybe once every four or five years if there's a convention out there pertaining to finances and investments and stuff like that. Okay. Um I go out that way, but I don't really do uh St. Louis that uh, no more anymore. But I'm in Chicago on a regular basis. I'm in the uh, New York area on a regular basis, uh, Baltimore, D.C., uh, Atlanta. I'm down in the Jacksonville, Orlando um, area, run down to Tampa, back and forth. This brother and, is well-traveled. Yeah, Texas. Uh, I'm in Dallas and uh, San Antonio. Man. And then um, I do uh, Phoenix almost every week now. Okay. And, of course, I live here in uh, Los Angeles, down in coastal San Pedro. But... You know, in the next couple of months, your boy and Scott girl are getting ready to bust another move on them. Hey, and I will be traveling a lot hey. more often. <laughs> I'll yes, be going sir. to the city right across from me in another state called Nevada. Yes, sir. So we in we, the city, city we, of Vegas. We trying to make those moves out there too, and that's gonna we gonna have a lot of content on the Patreon account for you all to get the behind behind the scenes of what Sky Girl and Andre and I are doing out there uh, in Vegas too. But yeah. absolutely, absolutely, we got some live calls on there. We got some. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun stuff, man. I love how immersive technology has become. It allows us to do so many things without having to rely on the platforms that be, the powers that be. I mean, right, exactly. Yeah. So definitely head over to Patreon. If is you that called creative, uh, creative freedom? That's not what that is. Huh? I would like to believe this is some form of creative freedom. So I'm okay. not going to say no. Okay. I'm going to say yes. You in the industry like that, not me. I'm going to say yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but yeah, head over yeah. to the Patreon account. I mean, sorry. Head over to Patreon. Yeah. Uh, that's patreon.com. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. And this actually segues into our podcast today, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's uh, the reality of cash flow. Oh, there it is. Come so, you know, your boy DJ Dividends, like I said a, a, a couple of seconds ago. I gave up my investment um, license, my mm-hmm. advisory license. So I had a lot of assets under management. I got a percentage of that as a commission. Mm-hmm. That was a six-figure commission. Yeah. That money is gone. Um, I uh, replaced that, though, right away. Yeah, you uh, sure did. Uh, you almost got that quadrupled it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I think I... <laughs> 
if it was two of you, that would be an easy call. And yeah, and I turned down them because they wanted to parlay that up, but I couldn't be available to them four days a week. Um, So that money is anybody got a cloning machine out there? Holla at us. Yeah, yeah, man. I I ain't (laughs) even gonna say nothing else about that. But uh, yeah, but uh, we're talking today about the reality of cash flow. Yes, sir. Because when it comes down to it, I know um, I'm a, a. Former licensed investment advisor, um, I consider myself the original financial educator. And, you know, we always talk about um, the start off being generating some income first, steady mm-hmm. income, and then creating a budget. And then within that budget, you need to slice it up and allocate it appropriately so that you can cover your mortgage or your rent, mm-hmm. you know, cover your debt. Um, you know, make sure you slice in a little bit in that for savings and stuff. But the reality of the situation is that you can accumulate more money faster um, by making it than uh, trying to slim down your budget and cut corners and save here and there. So we want to talk about the reality of cash flows today. Yeah. And we kind of begin on the front end talking about us setting up our Patreon page because that's another way uh, Andre and I here we're going to generate some more income coming in so that we can pay for all of this stuff we do every week. <laughs> it ain't free. <laughs> it sure ain't. We be trying to get y'all as much free stuff as possible, yeah. but y'all got to meet us a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Miss a little bit like halfway or something. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Shit, you know y'all can meet us all the way down there. Hey, I was getting there. <laughs> I was getting there for sure. Hey, and if it's somebody out there with a whole bunch of money that likes uh, passionate uh uh, energy Andre and I have behind the uh, I Got Sense podcast and everything. You got a couple of hundred thousand dollars you just need to put somewhere because you don't need it no more. Holla at your boy. Hey, you feel me? <laughs> and we'll just end on that note. That's the end of the episode. Holla at your boy. But your Andre is crazy because I've had a lot of investment clients over the years. I still work with a lot of people and I do consulting. Uh-huh. You'll be amazed at how many people that have enormous amounts of wealth that just look around and they find someone in their network and say, hey, you're really passionate about what you're doing. I really like it. I want to support you. I'm going to go ahead and just give you $2 million. Wow. So you can go ahead and really go into full effect with what you're doing. I I ain't ran into nobody behind me like that. Yeah, I haven't either, but (laughs) let me know if you do because I definitely need to be in that circle as well. Remember when when Oprah gave Gail a million dollars because she wanted Gail to uh, know what it feels like to be a millionaire? Wow. That's the kind of stuff that I'm talking about, bro. Where them friends at? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's what i'm i'm looking for somebody like that <laughs> for real if you just got some extra coins around that you want to put behind something that's positive and good that's giving back to uh, you know a general cause y'all go ahead and throw them coins me and andre way absolutely but in the meantime we are setting up over on patreon so that i can continue to do what i'm doing mm-hmm. without uh being um out of compliance with uh the powers that be when it comes to the investment world absolutely and there's also this is also an exchange you know what i mean it's an opportunity for those of you who've been dedicated to our podcast to provide some form of monetary support you know i mm-hmm. know a lot of people that i talk to who listen to our podcast on a daily basis are always just like man i love what you guys are doing i like the value you guys offer um and, hey, and, when and we i'm always the- willing to support so we definitely yeah. want to not hold ourselves back in terms of growth by not allowing that channel to be there for you guys to right. provide monetary support as well as the moral support so hey remember during the holidays when we took that uh four-week break mm-hmm. and it was some people out there hot as fish grease yeah i had people hit me up <laughs> and i ain't even talked to in a while it was like yo what's up with the episode like, oh dang i didn't even know you was tuned in man y'all tripping where y'all at man yeah, <laughs> yeah we got those emails and those little messages and stuff from you also people right. like the content we look at the data before every podcast mm-hmm. we're steady growing the numbers are going up we got a core group of followers um the listeners over on uh what spotify apple and the dope part about it is we starting to get some international metrics coming in shout out to my filipino folks out in the philippines tuned in Mm -hmm. i had had someone in uh the united kingdom uh email me talking about they can find my book uh get out of your own way mm-hmm. like bro that was from 2005 that's out of, <laughs> that's out of production well when you gonna do a second edition yeah i was like well uh shoot you, you want to sound you, like some uh 
I started talking, hey, you want to get together so you can talk about giving me an advance on that book? <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't mind doing it if you're going to give me an advance and cover all the publishing of it. Right. Oh, so. man, I love it. I love it. Well, folks, once again, you can head over to the Patreon account. It's I Got Sense podcast on Patreon. Just know the content will be flowing in over the next couple of weeks. So as mm-hmm. you go on there. Um, check back weekly so you can see the new updates that we'll be launching within that. And we got a few surprises that we don't want to air publicly, but we want to keep it exclusive to our Patreon account holders. There are three tiers, you know. We like we said, entry is only five dollars to get into this here exclusive club. But if you're feeling so willy nilly of donation, there are two additional tiers there. Don't mm-hmm. let us hold you. I ain't going to tell you how much they are. You can go in there and find out for yourself, but we appreciate you either way. The people that say they got some love for us, Andre, I know they can come up with $5 a month. Yeah, just I know they can. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, shoot, on the topic of uh, reality of cash flow, Mm -hmm. one of the things I like that you said right off the back, you got to accumulate money faster than you can save and invest it. Yes, sir. It, it takes time to save and accumulate that money. But if you go out and generate money, you can generate money in 10 minutes, can't you? There you go. You can, you can walk out on the corner and panhandle and generate some money. <laughs> uh, but I've always, uh, you know, in all seriousness, um, as a public accountant um, as and as a financial educator, I've always started out just about every discussion, every presentation, every workshop, every conference with this here um, mantra that you always have to have more money coming in than going out. Absolutely. And oftentimes you try to control the money going out with a budget. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the reality of it is, is oftentimes with the job you have and the money you're making and the cost of living and with inflation uh, outpacing, you know, saving and investing, oftentimes it's not enough, uh, uh, month to outlive those bills Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so you you know you're trying to get a dollar a dollar out of a you know 15 cents and it's just almost impossible to do with rents almost going up 70 percent since the pandemic with the cost of affordable reliable transportation um being out of this world with the uh, supply chain problems and food especially uh meat products almost doubling and tripling um, it's impossible uh, for um, an everyday uh, worker uh, making somewhere between fifty to even $115,000 to keep their head above water because the cost of living is so high. And so we all have gotten the memo, um, and we figured out that we got to go out and get our side hustles on. We got to get other streams of income coming on. That's why we've seen such a big boom in uh, young black folks and just blacks in general, minorities in general, flooding to the uh, stock market. And they're trying to do options trading. They're trying to do forex trading. They figured that that's a way that you can generate more money um, also. But the uh, premise of uh, the podcast today is is that you have to have more money coming in than going out it's just that simple that's the only way you can ever get ahead yeah absolutely absolutely and we were talking off air about this earlier today um as we were reviewing some of your tiktok content that is the golden rule mm-hmm. of building money yes sir is, is did i say that right the golden that's, rule that's of the golden rule financial investing yep you have to have more money coming in than going out and one thing i can say being a business owner uh, especially in those earlier years of entrepreneurship, you quickly realize how fast, how much, how oh, important it is. You need to have money man. coming in and it's going out. Because when you starting out, <laughs> that money going out like diarrhea, ain't it? It sure is. <laughs> it sure is. And it seems like you waiting two months for some for a single dollar to come in. Um, but like I said, that's why um, everyone. Um, should understand that you have to have multiple streams of revenue coming in. I've always uh, highly encouraged people to have at least three different streams. Ideally, you want five. Mm -hmm. Um, And, of course, you can't replicate yourself to go out and have five different jobs. Right. Um, And that's why we talk so much about, uh, you know, passive income, uh, starting businesses, you know, things of that nature so that you can be making money while you sleep. Um, but def- you, you definitely have to figure out how to generate 
uh, multiple streams of income to really get ahead because one um, stream of income, even if it is enough to cover all your basic necessities and you still have something left over to save and invest, one little hiccup in the economy one little uh, mishap on the job and that can be taken away from you like that. So if you, and I hate to use this as an example, but we all saw that at the announcement of COVID, mm -hmm. how that changed a lot of people's lives. A lot of people were one check away or one, uh, job loss away from, you know, their life changing. So mm -hmm. to that notion, Sean, I absolutely agree. It is very important to have multiple streams of income. Yeah. Now, when we talk about these here, multiple streams of income, we need to break that down into those three uh, different categories that mm -hmm. we have outlined here. You know, um, primary income uh, being the first one, uh, the second one being a side hustle, and then the third one being a passive income. And we are going to detail to talk a little bit more specifically about that because what I also want to emphasize today doing uh, this podcast is that I want people to also not get caught up in the hustles. Yeah. You know, because it's a lot of hustles out there where people are preying on those who are trying to generate. Man, that's one of them twelve thousand phones you man. got going over there on that table. <laughs> Why is this your phone ringing? Who did this, brother? Than, brother than got more phones than he got pockets. <laughs> yes, sir. like I'm not even lying to y'all. If y'all can see how many phones shine, shine was excited today. He was like, "Look, my job didn't upgrade me," and I said, "Oh, you got a new phone." Then he pulled out three other phones. I said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! What you trapping, <laughs> man?" Nah, it's just a, that's the life of a brother who got multiple streams of income. <laughs> yeah, I got I got multiple streams out here. How you how you think I'm doing so well out here in this Southern Cali dog pound? Cause they killing us out here. Yeah, it's expensive out here for sure. Yeah, they they killing us out here, man. But where where was I at before this here phone so rudely interrupted me? <laughs> we were diving into the three areas of uh, income, and you were basically yeah. saying not to get caught up in the hustles out there. Yeah, I don't want people to get caught up in the hustle because it's a lot of people out there that are focusing on the reality of everybody needing multiple streams of income. So you got a lot of people coming out there telling you about these great opportunities that they want you to get involved with. Mm -hmm. And so um, um, my message to, uh, to address that is, is uh, that you have to understand the marketing that goes behind a lot of these people that are saying that you can easily make an extra, you know, thousand dollars a month or you mm -hmm. can become a millionaire all you need to do is sign up for my program or come to a meeting and all of that stuff you need to really understand that if there's an opportunity out there for you to make additional money another stream of revenue but the barrier to entry is really really low you probably about to get hustled or you probably to get uh, uh, about to get lured into some type of multi-level marketing that's going to require you to spend more money than you're going to potentially make out of the deal. Right on. Right on. Right on. Am I confusing you about what I'm saying about that, Andre? No. So from what I'm hearing is you got to watch out for the hustles. Basically, there's people out there whose marketing strategy is to target those who are looking for an additional hustle. And the, right. And the way to get into these hustles is... uh paying a small fee but these hustles tend to be somewhat like a pyramid scheme or like a susu or right illegitimate basically exactly some type of multi-level and a lot of them a lot of them are legitimate but mm -hmm. what they do is they sell you on the idea of there's a potential for you to make millions and millions of dollars right when in reality what you're probably going to make on average is going to be a lot less than what you're paying into the system and their goal is to keep you motivated so that you continue to pay into the system. So a lot of these here um, operations tend to work out like this here. They say, hey, are you interested in making extra money? Um, do you want your family to live a better life? Do you want to create generational wealth? Well, if that's the case, um, I need you to inbox me. That's your first <laughs> red flag. Or <laughs> your second red flag. And it be in, it be in your DM. Hey, are you trying to turn a hundred into a thousand dollars? Exactly. Dollars in the ten. Exactly. Send me fifty dollars right now. Or <laughs> there's a great opportunity out here, and all you really need is ninety nine dollars to get started. But I need you to meet me. Um, but better yet, instead of you meet me there, I'm gonna come by and pick you up so you can ride with me, so I can make sure you get there, so you don't get lost. Wow. And then you meet somewhere in a hotel, conference room, or somebody's house. Hear from you again. <laughs> 
where you that's what that where like. we we hear from you again. <laughs> but by the time we hear from you, you trying to figure out how to stop them from taking that damn money out of your check every month because you done gave them a void check or right. or you're routing an account number. And now they taking seventy nine dollars from you every month and you can't figure out how to stop it. Mm-hmm. So if there's a low barrier entry to some type of opportunity for you to make another stream of revenue, that should be your red flag. Because if there's an opportunity out there to make some legitimate money, um, you got to put a whole lot into it. And then the potential of what you're going to earn is not realistic. And let me use a, uh, Andre, do I, do I have time to give you a legitimate uh, side hustle that you can do? Absolutely. That it, it sells you on the ideal of potential, not the reality of what you're really going to make. How about we do this? You give an example and I give an example. Okay. Do you want to go first or can I go first? Go ahead. Close okay. Yours. So I don't want to steal your idea, but my example is real estate. Okay. That's not my idea, but I like that Okay, idea. Everybody has an opportunity to get into real estate. If you go um, take the exam and you pass the exam, sometimes it requires you to study, mm-hmm. maybe enroll in a program. I think all together might cost you about $300 and then you pay a little bit more to take the exam. Total, you probably can spend less than $500 to get involved in real estate. Okay. But then, as you get lured into the real estate market, they start selling you on the idea of, in general, every time you sell a property or every time you represent a seller or a buyer, mm-hmm. you're going to get 25 to 3% of the value of the house that you sold. Right. So now, when you start doing... Two and a half to three percent of four hundred thousand and seven hundred thousand and two million, and then they start telling you, "Yeah, all you really got to do is make about ten sales, and on average, sell a house worth about six hundred to eight hundred thousand. Now you got enough money to start building your own wealth, and then eventually you can start your own brokerage firm. Then eventually you're gonna be a real estate mogul, and blah. That's what's sold to everybody that gets into getting their real estate license. Mm-hmm. But on average. A person with a real estate license might sell one or two houses every two to three years. Mm -hmm. And when it's all said and done, you done went out to dress to look the part. (laughs) You done went out and got that luxury car to also match with looking the part. You putting in a lot of times entertaining a lot of uh, potential buyers and sellers out there. And at the end of the day, none of that stuff really pans out. And what you end up doing is you end up putting in an exponential amount of hours and time in trying to make money in the real estate business. But in reality, nobody's moving 10 to 20 properties a year. Right. That stuff only happens on TV. And so that's one of those ideas where I'm talking about, yes, is it an opportunity for you to create an additional stream of revenue? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But when you look at it, the barrier to entry is very low. All you really need to do is come up with about $500 and then be able to take the exam and pass and bam, you're a real estate agent. And now you're going to go to making million dollars as passive income part time now. That's not reality. At all. That's the potential. That might happen to one out of every 10 million people that become a real estate agent. That's not going to happen to everybody that runs out and get a real estate license. So that's my example. I hope I didn't talk too much that time. No, you're good. You're good. I mean, I think I have an example that complements yours. Content creation. And no offense to the real estate agents out there. (laughs) And also no offense to my fellow content creators because I am one myself. But- the reality of, of it is it, the barrier to entry is very low. Mm-hmm. Um, it's free almost. Uh, if you have a phone that records, you can start creating content. Mm-hmm. Now, the average person doesn't make money from content creation because they fall off the content creation wagon. They stop creating. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a long-term game. And you also got to add value, whether it's entertainment, whether it's information, um, or whether it's something else uh, that's valuable to the public. So if mm-hmm. you go on and you create videos and you just eating, there's a, there's an audience for that. If you go yeah. on and you create a video about cooking, there's an audience for that. If you go on and you create a uh, channel about cooking and eating, there's an audience for that. But I say that to say like, there's an opportunity there for money to be made. And there's an opportunity for you to expand that one stream of income into multiple streams of income through, exactly, through, yeah. through affiliate links, through, um, building an audience through selling things to your audience through creating courses so on and so forth so hey 
the option is there. The opportunity is out there for everyone, but not everyone will capitalize on the opportunity or benefit from it for various reasons. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause the key to this here thing is generating a stream of revenue is really about monetizing your skill specialty. That's what it's about. So you have to be able to add valuable. I mean, you have to be able to add value. You have to be reliable. You have to be consistent. You have to have a great price point. You have to identify your target customer. And you have to have a valuable product or service to provide to the people out there. So, like, when we talk about the first category of streams of revenue coming in, Mm -hmm. that's like, let's talk about your primary income. So whether you're an entrepreneur or whether you're an employee, isn't your primary stream of income pretty much based on your skill set? That's why people go to college to get a degree, right? To put themselves in a higher level of skill set or a higher level of credentials so that when they start out in the job market, their salary or their compensation is somewhat higher. That's the whole purpose behind that. So um, traditionally speaking, by going to get a degree, that somehow added value to your ability to command a higher paycheck. So what it sounds like to me is this person that's commanding the higher paycheck owned in on their craft. Exactly. And as a result of owning in on their craft, they made themselves more valuable. Exactly. Or they chose a career field mm-hmm. to create a craft. Yeah. I went to school they to be an accountant. They basically yeah. created some form of value. Right, there. exactly. I, I came out of college as an accountant, and then I took a CPA exam and got credentials behind my name. And now when I go work for a, a publicly traded company, when we run the financials and I validate everything, I put my name and license at the bottom of it to say that I certify that these financial numbers here are true and accurate to the best of this here company's ability to be fully transparent. And open to the public. So I add value by that. So with me going to school and investing that time to get those types of credentials, I was able to come out of college and right off the bat, I think my first job, I was commanding about 64000 a year. Mm-hmm. Not bad back in 1995. And that wasn't bad back yeah, in 2015 right. so, uh, when I got out of college. As so opposed to someone. I could only imagine. You said yeah. 19 what? That was 1995. That was the late 1900s. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded a long time ago when I said it like that, huh? Hey, man, you just did me like Kevin Hart. Nah, did you know, John Cheetah. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> <laughs> nah, there's a reason. So listen, listen. The, the reason why I said that is because all the young kids is saying, oh, you was born in the late 1900s. You old. <laughs> Cause you know I'm a '92 baby, yeah. bro. I'm like, yeah, it sound old when you say it that way, huh? So I had to just hit you. Man, I I ain't mad at you, bro. You know, I I don't even take myself seriously. So you can always uh, Joan on me. Keep the joke coming. That's that's funny as hell. But yeah, so that that first stream of income that we always talk about, even in the financial foundation, the very first step in the financial foundation is. You have to generate you know, steady financial foundation. Generate steady income. That's the very first thing you can do. As soon as you get to a point where you have working age, whether you're out of high school or just uh, you know uh, coming out of college or whatever, when you start getting out there and you need to make your own money, you have to generate that steady uh, income. And it doesn't have to be through a job. It could be as an entrepreneur. But oftentimes, yes, what, but oftentimes what we see is on the entrepreneur side, that typically doesn't start out being our primary source of income. By the right. time you get to talking about entrepreneurship, you already have a steady stream of income in your day job. That you're using to possibly invest into right, entrepreneurship. To, exactly. That's what we call that? Parlay. 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 Yeah. So, so yeah, you get that first stream of income, and now that's going to give you the stability. That puts a roof over your head. That allows you to get your car. That allows you to get car insurance, mm-hmm. you know, get the life insurance, um, get yourself situa- situated and stabilized, and start building on your credit, mm-hmm. um, saving up your savings accounts and everything by using a budget. But then once you get stable right there, and you're able to start carving out that little 10 to 20% of savings, now you got something to fund your entrepreneurship. Now you can go out and pursue that 
deal if you are already a good DJ. You used to do the parties in high school mm-hmm. and you used to do the, the parties in uh, college or, you know, when there's a, a anything going on, your friends, the first ones to call you to bring the wheels of steels out. And now you see that you've added some um, value and you have a specialty skill because you can DJ, yeah. you can braid hair, or you got the tools and the resources to go out there and do a, a deep cleaning, a car detail, you know, you Carpet can cre- cleaning. create content on social media. You know, the plethora, uh, it's a plethora of things that you can go on and on and on where you're generating some little side hustle money mm. now to supplement your primary money. I like that corn over there. I do too. That means some sense yeah. is being dropped by the walking <laughs> scent giver himself. Yeah, but the thing is, is you use that specialty skill that you have and now you've added value and you've started to build a reputation and that reputation ultimately turns into a brand and before you know it you got a side hustle that you may possibly start saying you know if this thing keep growing and getting bigger and bigger I can eventually get rid of that damn day job (laughs) and launch off into my entrepreneurship and get myself going over here. That's kind of what you did with Cali Creations, ain't it? <laughs> and uh, I see you over there grooving in the chair. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> now, you know, um, one thing that you did point out that I would say I didn't proceed with patience in doing was building a larger safety net. I only mm. built enough safety net for myself. To launch? To launch. But when you launched, you didn't have a net under you, right? When I launched, my net was probably like the size of this chair. And fortunately, I used the chair when I hit it to jump a little bit. So and I floated before I was able to start flying. So, okay. you know, for those of y'all out there that's listening, it would be to your betterment if you were already in a position where you have a job to save as much money as you can and to get your business to the point or your side hustle to the point where it's a legitimate business and then get the legitimate business to the point where it's bringing in enough income for you to comfortably transition because not everybody's able to jump like I did. And and I'm aware of that and that's okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, But just because, you know, someone like me, who's a risk taker, I'm, you know, I thrive off of that. Okay. Um, Now, quick question. Yes, sir. Uh, were you willing to be more of a risk taker because you probably had a network and resources that you could ultimately fall back on if things didn't go as planned? Or Such as getting back into the workforce? Well, well, maybe did you have somewhere else you can go live if you... Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Okay. So at yeah. the time of deciding to quit my job, I was living at home with my mom. So I okay. didn't have a large overhead. Gotcha, okay, um, gotcha, okay. But I will say when I moved out, I had not as much income or safety net when gotcha. I didn't have a large overhead. Gotcha. Okay. But that's also, again, a part of the risk taker in me and right. the calculated steps that I had. Yeah, to absolutely. Make. Yeah. Um, and Hey, I, I have zero complaints now, you know, Oh, you out there getting it now. <laughs> <laughs> doing pretty good. You're blessed, brother. Man, blessed, you're doing blessed. pretty, pretty good. But I say that to motivate you guys, like to the point of what Shine is saying, it's possible for you to, Start your second stream of income, third stream of income, fourth or fifth stream of income. You just got to get out there and do it. You got to take some risks, but you got to take calculated risks. You have to have that financial house in order, build that foundation, get all the insurance you need, the health benefits, the medical. Milk your job because it's going to milk you. So make it a make it a uh, (laughs) what's the word I'm thinking? It's on the tip of my tongue. Make it a mutual milking situation. Okay. Okay. (laughs) And don't be an Andrew. Yeah, don't be Andrew. Do the people know who that Andrew is? That Andrew is a damn horrible employee. So Andrew is a character that I created as a result of the type of employee I was for my last employer. Um, When you just couldn't take punching no clock on a nine to five no more. Right. I hated my job and I didn't like anything about it. The people there, it made me cringe seeing them happy about their job. Um, I was in construction engineering as a project engineer. I'm sorry, construction management as a project engineer. And long story short, the name Andrew came about because motherfuckers at the job would always email me, Andrew, and my name is Andre. And I never understood how you can add a W to a name that doesn't have a W. Like, I to this day don't get it. So I decided to make it something comical. You know, make light of 
the truth and yeah. use the truth to teach lessons. So yeah, but you are Andrew was a horrible. Yeah, employee. Andrew was an asshole, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm Andre today, but Andrew, Andrew, yeah. man. I love Andrew, because but you, without Andrew, I wouldn't be where I yeah, am. But you, 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 you uh, kept that day job, and you stacked your money, and yes. you got yourself in the position of where you had a safety net, and you strategically timed when you could walk away, and then walk over into your entrepreneur endeavors mm-hmm. and start your next thing, right? Yes. Yeah, so but th- but before you left, uh-huh. you had already started that second stream of income. Yeah. Just as your side hustle. Right. And right. you kind of uh, proved that the uh, the process works. Mm-hmm. You just needed more resources and more time to dedicate to, to it. Developing to it, develop it yeah. and grow it. Absolutely. Because yeah. I tell you, when I made $1,500 in one day, and I was getting paid 65000 a year as a construction engineer mm-hmm. with, what, a year of experience? Mm-hmm. So my biweekly checks after taxes was about twenty five hundred, if my math serves me correctly, mm-hmm. a week for a job I hated. Yeah, and I made fifteen hundred dollars in one day. Very yeah, <laughs> I knew it was my time to go. Yeah, you yeah you didn't you didn't wait long after that. You threw up the, you threw up the deuces <laughs> on them real quick. But but to to illustrate the uh, points that we're making yeah. today is you had that first stream of income and that helped fund. Your side hustle, yes, sir, of what you really had a passion to do, and you worked at it. You stacked and saved. You built your financial foundation. You got your financial house in order. And when you made that step out of being an employee, getting that guaranteed, mm-hmm. safe, stable, reliable money coming every other week, you stepped into something that you had already built upon. You didn't stop the job and then the next day decide, I'm going to start a company doing this. <laughs> you had already had it going and both of them were going at the same time, correct? Absolutely. And it simplified. I created a plan. Yes, sir. I tested the plan. Mm-hmm. The plan proved to be true and tested. Absolutely. As a result of the results of the test, I decided to then proceed on to yeah, and then build the up a few clientele. Mm-hmm. Had all the infrastructure in place. You just yeah. needed more uh, resources to kind of solidify that infrastructure you had in place. Absolutely, and I'm and and I'm still growing. I mean, yeah. that's that's one thing I can say about side hustles that turn into full time ventures. Yeah, is there's always going to be growth. Um, right. So I know this is a little off topic from the cash flow conversation. It's more so like the mindset conversation of generating that cash flow elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, as you grow and expand your revenue in areas outside of your primary source of revenue, your mindset begins to grow. Your bandwidth in terms of what you can handle starts to grow as well. Absolutely. That's not off topic. That's right on topic. No, what is shoot? That, that side <laughs> hustle awfully starts off as a side hustle yeah. and then it parlays into entrepreneurship mm-hmm. and then as that continues to grow it actually turns into a business where you're not doing the hands-on every day you actually have employees because that's one of the things that happened last year for you you came to me like hey Shyan, man, I need to know about these damn 1099s I need man. to issue. Uh, do I need Woo. the I-9s and the yeah, W's? Yeah, I was like, so what's now this? You got du- some, you got some man. was Dub C. <laughs> you got them employees and contractors. So so the side hustle parlayed yeah. to entrepreneurship where you were a one-man show doing everything. And even as a one-man show, you was getting up that close to six figures. Yeah. And then you had the explosion and that breakthrough and solidified yourself. And now... You got a damn staff of four around here. Now you a business. Yeah, man. I'm. Uh, <laughs> we're blessed. Yeah. So we're that's blessed. not off target. That's that second stream of income that was a side hustle, but that shows the potential of what a side hustle can turn into. Absolutely. The parlay. Parlay. The parlay. parlay, baby. And that's your second stream of income. And now I notice over the last five or six months, mm-hmm. you've been talking a whole lot about. Man, I'm looking, my eyes are open, my head is on the swivel. I need to bust this move and get me a piece of property. So yeah. that's our third stream of revenue yeah. right there, that passive income. Now, you're not necessarily talking about your first piece of property being a rental property that you're going to rent out, mm-hmm. but you're talking about your first piece of property being a starter home so you can get into 
being a homeowner instead of a renter. Mm-hmm. And then as the business grow and as you continue to generate more and more streams of revenue, eventually you will get to a point where you're ready to buy your idea home in yeah. your ideal location. And this first starter home that you are looking at Another now of- is going to turn into some rental income. So that's that third streamer income out there you're talking about. You know, I just want to start. I just want to say that I learned a lot from this brother beside me. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> so I want to give him his flowers. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> and this stuff is simple, and you hear it a lot of yeah. places. Um, I think we just do a better job over here of putting it in plain country boy English, making it sound very simple. We don't try to sound like we're sophisticated and smarter than mm-hmm. everyone else. We just give it to you straight, no chaser. We have no motives, no angles. We're not trying to sell you anything else. We're just really trying to pay it forward and educate you all with a sound financial education that you can use and apply to your situation. Um, And that's why we wanted to do this topic today on the reality of cash flow because, like we've said in some previous podcasts, and I'll continue to say going forward, it's not a matter of, you not knowing how it's a matter of you just not willing to do what it takes. Yeah. You got to do what it takes, yep. man. Yeah. So that's why we are doing these podcasts. Even though I gave up my financial investment advisor license, that's why I'm transitioning over to Patreon so that I can still freely talk to you all about investments, whether it be real estate, whether it be starting your own business, whether it be investing in the stock market. So you all can get some legitimate um, authentic, uh, genuine um, information without being pressured to, uh, you know, uh, pay thousands of dollars for our program, all this other crazy stuff you see going on out there. And then at the same time, while we're doing that, we're doing it on the Patreon uh, platform where we hope and pray that you all come over and do a subscription. Yeah. Throw $5 a month at us. That's it. It's a win-win. That's it. <laughs> we know y'all love them stock conversations too, so hey, definitely yeah. head over oh, there Oh, man, I still got some... Uh, I got some physical threats against me. Folks upset that I ain't giving away them free stock <laughs> tips no more. They upset that I ain't uh, responding to them in no text messages. Oh, looking man. for what stocks are out there for me to invest in right now in the 50 I can't help you. That reminds me, and I'm not going to name which one it is, but somebody that's big in the blue chip community uh-huh. announced that they would potentially have a split. Yes, sir. Yes, coming sir. this summer. And yes, boy, sir. oh boy, I'm getting on board that ship before it sails. You better. You better do it. Those folks <laughs> and out And that's going to contribute to my 10K challenge this yeah, year. Because I know after that split, those, that's 50 to 90% of the portfolio yeah, right there. Those folks out there don't that don't have a brokerage account already and don't feel comfortable going out there doing it, Come over and subscribe to the Patreon uh, platform that yep. we on because one of the first I things I got this we, podcast on Patreon.com. The first thing we gonna do over there is we gonna do a we gonna set up a damn uh, brokerage account brokerage account and show you how to do it step by step walk yep. through it and show you what uh, buttons to click on which ones to avoid and how to set it up how to link it to your bank account do all that stuff and then um, shortly after that we gonna come right back and show you how to analyze stock mm-hmm. then we're gonna actually start doing some live uh, stock trades right there on the patreon and then we'll be tuning in to you almost on a weekly basis coming back in talking about you know the different stocks that are out there to help everyone that's joining this here ten ten thousand dollar challenge the 10k challenge baby Y'all can find it all right down Patreon with us. What is that Patreon page going to be called? I Got Sense. I Got Sense Podcast. That's all you okay. got to search on Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash I Got Sense Podcast. Y'all come on there, baby. Uh, we just talking about uh, the reality of cash flow today, um, but we're going to be talking about everything on there, and it's going to be a whole lot of other added value um, content on there, uh, videos. Um, weekly uh, updates on uh, what to expect in the stock market, the financial market as a whole, yeah, all those types of things. You'll be able to real see, estate investing. See me traveling around the country from gig <laughs> to gig. See uh, me and Andre traveling back and forth on the plane, getting some work in. Yeah, y'all will see Sky Girl, aka Shio Lashina McCurdy, how she always beating on me and treating me bad <laughs> and yelling at Not me. To- <laughs> She always, y'all man. I wish I got that on video. Man, she beating on me. Yeah, I'm. I'm a. 
treating me bad. You told Sky Girl to beat me. Uh-uh. <laughs> 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 man, we gonna have all of that good stuff on that, baby. Y'all gonna oh be able to get gosh. all the behind the scenes stuff. And then if we meet some of our milestone goals, yeah, oh, we gonna have I some gotta, very entertaining things. Yeah, don't I got a Dougie and Cat Daddy? You know, I have to actually update the goal. Uh, by the time they get to the Patreon account, those oh, goals see? will be updated. But okay. there's also some monetary giveaways that we're providing. So at a hundred okay. subscribers, I'm sorry, at a hundred patrons, we're going to be giving out a hundred dollars. At a thousand patrons, we're going to be giving out a thousand dollars. At five hundred patrons, we're going to be giving out five hundred dollars. And at 10,000 patrons, we are going to be giving away $10,000 with stipulations dedicated solely to stock investing. And that lucky patron will also be joining us on an episode of the I Got Sense podcast. Well, that's kind of deep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and uh, to add to it, Shine will be dancing. Oh yeah. Um, at each milestone. Yeah, if I hit the milestone in one of these cities. Yeah, I'm gonna get out. And there we will record it. Are we leaving? Are we getting ready to leave already? Yeah, somebody okay. turned on the after the the end the, okay. the road song. Well, can I do a can I do a book recommendation today? Handle it, handle okay, it. Okay, so my book recommendation for this here podcast, um, it's a book and it's a long title. Live a financially healthy life, and it's about generating income from different sources. Um, about getting debt free and uh, creating wealth for yourself. That book is by Eric Julius. Y'all go out there and get that book and. Based on today's podcast, I want y'all to keep one thing in mind. Do not quit your day job out of frustration if you don't have a safety net up <laughs> under you. Yeah, and if you do, y'all know I'm going to tell what you got to tell you. Y'all better leave that shit like yesterday. <laughs> don't be an Andrew on the job and <laughs> yeah, don't, don't leave that drop too soon because you frustrated. Yeah. Make sure you step out there with a safety net up under you. I'm not necessarily subscribing to that just step out on blind faith. Yeah. Don't do that. That's a hard <laughs> fall. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, hey. Subscribe to the Patreon. Yes, sir. Y'all holler at your boy. This is your boy DJ Dividends, the original financial educator. My main man, Andre, over here. Cali Creations. We out here. We out here. I'll let y'all next week. We gonna get it in 2022, baby. Peace.